everybody is entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Now you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now, here's your host, Maddie Rose. Welcome, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose. And today, we actually have a very special guest all the way from Seattle, Washington. And we are doing a Skype call, as usual, for these types of things. But um, her name is Kelly. Is it McCombs? Yes, it is. Kelly McCombs. Awesome. I got that right. Phonetic spelling. I love it. So, Kelly, how are you doing today? Uh, excellent. Thank you. How are you, Maddie? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to come on. I'm excited. Excited to share my story. Excited to connect everyone. Awesome. And Kelly, you actually mentioned that, you know, you're an interior designer, very successful in that. And you ended up going ahead and starting your own company called Set an Angel a Feather. Yes. So um, to start off with the whole interview, just tell me a little bit about yourself and what are you passionate about? I am really full of energy, very playful. I love being in nature and soaking up the beauty that surrounds me. I feel very connected when I'm with the universal love that surrounds me, and I think that most people feel the same way. I embrace its beauty with gratitude. I love family and friends. And another one of my hobbies is cooking. Love to cook for people. We all sit together and share our love for one another, sharing stories and eating a good meal while doing so. So I enjoy feeding family and friends as another hobby. That's awesome. I'm really glad that you mentioned that whole cooking part because as much as I would like to say I'm very active in like performing arts and things of that sort, whenever I'm home, I like to bake. So why not? <laughs> yeah, love that baking too. Mm. I know all the sweets. It's really good. And um, Kelly, you mentioned to me also that you've had a successful interior design career and um, your road came with no education to college and no financial help from anyone once you left home at 17. So I think that's an interesting thing because you definitely made it on your own. You were self-reliant on yourself, very independent. And I would like you more to share about your story. Well, I left home and um, 17, a little bit older than that. I dropped out of high school in my last quarter. I felt like I, it was just no hope in my life because my, I come from an old school way of thinking where my father thought the education was for the boys and not the girls. So once you left home, once I left home, I was never given a dime. And, uh, you know, I left home, I would have to say angry because you feel sort of like you're lost and you're really not worth anything and you're directing your anger outwardly. So my road was a journey, that's for sure. Um, I, I went and took EMT classes and uh, became a medical technician, uh, ended up in Boston, was there for a while, went to Texas summer school, um, and then I made my way to Seattle. And uh, I waited tables, cocktailing, and bartending, and very soon after that, I just wanted to be an interior designer like I always wanted to be. And my father never thought that the arts could make, you could make a living. Mm -hmm. So I started a paint company. And the paint company, um, I would go door to door with my little flyers and I landed some really large jobs for back then. And um, I just took off and I learned to uh, hire subcontractors out for everything. And I started studying with them and I started reading and taking as much about construction and subcontracting and you name it, every aspect of the home. So I learned it from the ground up, um, all self-taught. And um, after about 10 years of that, I didn't want to do that anymore. It was probably six years. And um, I got into doing mortgages mm -hmm. and uh, I loved doing that, but I still 
just wanted to be an interior designer. And people were always saying, interior designers were always saying to me, there's something different about you, you know. When I was a painter, they said, you're not just a painter. And I was like, yeah. But I never felt, I felt so inadequate, always, because I had no education, no degree. And I continued moving forward. And um, I got into, um, fell in love, uh, started sculpting when I hurt my back. I had some great sculpting events. My biggest coup was a Philadelphia Art Museum. I self-taught myself, I self-taught myself sheet sculpting, mixed media, got in um, to some great deals there outside of the Philadelphia Art Museum, and I didn't do that anymore. Um, got married, opened a store, did interior design. It just kept coming. And all through those years, I was doing a little job here, a little job there. I was building my confidence. And once I opened my store, it was just history. People hired me, and I was on my way. And um, I built my business from the ground up. I've had successes like doing a home for Coastal Living Magazine um, out here on the West Coast, first interior designer chosen from the ground up. Um, I've worked for some great from famous clients in, um, out here in Seattle, and I've been very fortunate. I, and I give that whole connection to connecting with the universe and my angels. I always knew I was never alone. That's awesome. And I'm really glad that you could share your story because it's a prime example of that, you know, when there are little bumps in the road and where things don't always go the way that it's planned. So I really believe that that's just, you know, an example, a prime example of the fact that you can come from little to nothing with bumps in the road and sometimes even challenges in your life that you don't see coming and you can make something out of that. You can have success. It's not impossible. So I'm really glad you shared your story with us. But Kelly, sure, thank you. yeah, of course, tell me a little bit about what Send an Angel a Feather is. I think this is a great idea. It's something I've never heard before and it's definitely what I see in my head is it's very impactful. Oh, well, send an angel feather is a symbol of angels, the presence to help you connect with your angels and lean on them. It says in my mind that the angel is a messenger between heaven and earth. For instance, let's say you know someone who has been given a bad diagnosis or a friend who's feeling low or someone you know may need inspiration or a little push to believe in themselves. It's a gift you send anonymously that contains a feather in a clear box with a beautiful quote pertaining to the individual's need. The feather was created to let you know the angels are near. Let me give you an example. Let's say you have a friend who has a bad diagnosis of cancer. Mm-hmm. That individual may feel terrified of the unknown and feeling helpless and alone. To receive a gift in the mail and to open it to discover this beautiful white feather with a quote that says, for instance, if life becomes too much to bear, remember your angel is always there. Or you may know of someone who has lost their loving pet than to receive something to console them. In this time of sadness, close your eyes, and you shall see you will always be somewhere with me. Remember, I'm forever in your heart. When I read these sometimes, I, I just, my eyes as well up with tears. There are many categories to choose from, and it's a wonderful way to say you care. A lot of people buy them to keep on hand and either send them to s- somewhere to be discovered, like hiding them, or send them themselves with an additional message. I get a lot of people who order them just primarily, I think, to keep on hand or want to do something special themselves with them. I think that's a very cool idea. The fact that it's just, it's so symbolic to people, it touches people, and everybody has, you know, a different look on it and how they can take it. You know, somebody who gets one of the feathers that maybe is dealing with a hard time, it's it's great to say that everybody is dealing with a hard time and 
some different way. So I think that's just great that they have this outlet that now they can utilize this to, you know, go ahead and say that they care or like you said, keep it on hand to give them a little bit of hope. Correct. So with that being said, what inspired you to start such a business? I mean, you shared your story a little bit and I feel like that's kind of like a drive in some way, shape or form for that too. But was it that or was it something else? Well, I, I was up one night late and I got this email from one of my friends in Austria who sent it out to like, I don't know, maybe five or six people to host angels in your home. And I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to do that. That sounds fantastic. So I was right on it. I was the first one to email him back, and he was so excited. So it was um, after, it was in November. I think it was before Thanksgiving, and I accepted the hosting, and you, you have them for three days, and you can do whatever spiritual you want in meditations or talking to them, anything that makes you feel like you're close to them. And uh, I have a little, you know, like candles lit, and, um, you know, it's just a way to connect, and so I did it. And then the morning, I was to say goodbye to them, I was doing my goodbyes, and uh, I believe a great deal in magic, so in fairies and fantasy. And anyway, I was saying goodbye, and I put down my book, and there was a feather on the bed in front of me. And I was like, I picked it up, and I thought, what am I supposed to do with this? And I thought, well, I know I'm supposed to do something with and the words were given to me to send a feather. So I created this lovely company to help others connect with their angels, and I was guided through it. Um, it didn't take it didn't take much, you know. Mm-hmm. And when I put the quotes together, I either wrote my own quotes or I took unknown authors um, because there's so many quotes out there. I just kind of I don't know. I was inspired, and I know that they were there guiding me. So that's how it came to be. I think that's wonderful just because of the fact that, you know, I'm a strong believer of guardian angels myself and um, I know not everybody does, but in this case, just sharing my own beliefs, you know, that's something that I, you know, look at and say that I have hope from that as well. And actually, one of the cool things I would like to share with you too is a while back when I first started my show, I think it was in my first year of the show, I actually had a psychic on and it was fun because she, you know, she got to do a reading on me and kind of tell me a little bit more about my spirit and what she saw. And um, the fact that she said that I had five guardian angels and things like that, I was like, that's so sweet. You know, that's something that is just interesting to hear. And now that you had an experience like that, I think that's very cool. Yeah, it's wonderful. You know, I, I know they're there and I lean on them as much as I can. And sometimes we get caught up in our lives and they're busy and hectic, you know. And I, I know when I, I don't take time to connect, I feel like I'm, I'm like half empty, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, Kelly. We're going to have to take a quick little break, but then we'll have some more questions for you. So keep it right here. You're listening to The Fame Game. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself. 
an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, real talk radio. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose. We still have Kelly here. We're talking about her company called Send an Angel a Feather. And so... Kelly, we were just talking about, you know, guardian angels and kind of, you know, how that has a relationship to us and like a connection with that. So tell me a little bit more about, you know, the company itself. Why do you just feel that this is so impactful to people everywhere? I really believe that people, I think we lack spirituality in our own country for sure. And I think that to receive this gift anonymously or unexpectedly, I think helps people to at a time when they're in need to actually connect. And I think the power of that connection illuminates into one's heart, and I believe that it helps them have faith, which is really, really important. And I feel once they tap into that, they know that they're no longer alone. Awesome. And also, you may have touched on this a little bit in our first segment, but for anybody who's tuning in now, or maybe you would like to go into depth about it a little bit more, tell me what exactly does the feather represent? The feather represents an angel traveling between heaven and earth. And the feather represents that in a time of need, that your angels are there to have you lean on them. Awesome. And how long have you been doing this, this company altogether? I actually started the company immediately after hosting angels in my home. And um, by the way, you don't have to host angels in your home. You can invite them in any time. Mm-hmm. It was just sort of a, a lovely gift given to me. Um, I started immediately, and uh, I put it together, and it was, I didn't, I think I just got into it, and it took me no more than three months, and then I got it up by November. There's a lot of tweaking that goes on and correcting and, you know, add-ons to things or things that need to be enclosed in the package, so, um, like, everything's recyclable, and that uh, the angels are concerned about Mother Earth, that was a part of it, putting all the quotes together and then adding on more quotes, there's some for newborn babies, Lost the pet, inspiration, gratitude, loss of a loved one. There was a lot that went into it. But once I opened it up last November, it's been very successful and very favorable with, you know, with very positive feelings coming forward. That's wonderful. I, I definitely love the idea of that. I think it's unique and, like I said, it's very touching to somebody. And congrats on almost a year. Mm-hmm. I know, pretty close. I know, we're getting there. So, Kelly, tell me about who does this benefit? I know that you have seen that hunger in the youth has arised and it's becoming a bigger problem nowadays. So just tell me how this is kind of connected to that. Well, as much as I told you, I love cooking. So one of the things that really bothers me is you know, we are so fortunate and blessed. I mean, unbelievably blessed compared to a lot of countries or a lot of families anywhere in the world. I realize hunger is a growing problem of our youth because of the economic problems we're having everywhere. Even in our country, children are going to bed hungry. 
200 million children go to bed hungry at night, and it made me really sad. And I know it's part of lack of jobs, economic downturns, wars, etc. But I know we're all connected, and we need to have more of a spiritual awareness to help resolve a lot of these problems to help make a difference. So I created this idea, as I mentioned, um, because of the cooking. I decided to find a way to bring back an awareness to this problem, beginning with donating a percentage of the proceeds to feed the children. We will help to make a difference. So when anyone orders a feather, you are helping make a difference and an impact as well. Awesome. I, I think that's the special part about this company, too, is that it is giving back in that sense. And, uh, you know, I had the opportunity a few times to feed the homeless and cook dinner for them and things like that. And the fact that, you know, you are passionate about just giving back in general. But I, I understand that, you know, a hunger in our youth is arising. And I think it's great what you're doing. So I definitely commend you for that. Thank you. Thank you. I'm really proud of myself for it. And I'm really excited to continue to have this company grow and evolve to something bigger. Awesome. Well, I'll be watching. So in terms of your company, back to that, what has been the best feedback you've received from it? Mm, I think the best is that, you know, when I, when I get the, someone says it helped inspire them to connect or they felt lost and now they're no longer feeling that way um, to turn the corner. And like I said, some people buy them and they hide them. Um, and I think it's a surprise with nothing attached to it is really nice. But I find that it's just nice to get these emails and hearing that I help somebody connect to their angels. And I feel if I even got just one person, I would tell myself, I know I've done my job. But it's becoming something bigger than that. Wonderful. And do you have any favorite quotes? Because I know you said that you had to gather a lot of them and um, you wrote some of them yourself as well and then the others were collected. So is there just any one that kind of sticks out to you and you kind of put at the top of your list? Um, ooh, there's a lot of them. Um, I think, let me think about this a moment here. Mm-hmm. I would have to say, I had a couple in my head earlier when I was thinking about it, but the ones with animals where you feel like they're with you always and that you took care of them and because they're gone, and the same goes with um, losing a loved one. I feel like that connection that I'm always there and I will always be a part of you, you know, never forgetting you. Mm-hmm. Great. So do you have a mission and goal that's specifically um, for your company? I know I looked on your website a little bit, and I, I just kind of like touching on that because I think that's the special part about every company. My mission is to illuminate the hearts of everyone and lend a helping hand to feeding the children everywhere. As for my goal, my goal eventually will be to give all the proceeds to feed the children. Wonderful. And I know since we're, we're talking about like hope and faith and things of that nature, uh, just to kind of pick your brain, basically, you know, what does hope mean to you? Because everybody, and I emphasize this all the time, no matter what it is, every experience that somebody has, if they go through the same experience, they never have the same thoughts about it. Everybody's different. So what does hope mean to you? No, I used to be a big fan of the word hope. And it's very interesting because recently, to me, it's become a word I'm leaning, learning to walk away from. Recently, I heard Jim Carrey speak at Mom University, commencement speech, 2014. He said that hope is weak. Hope walks through the fire, and faith leaps over it. All my life, I've walked a road with faith. And once I heard him say this, I gave it a lot of thought. Hope is like wishing. I believe you can wish for a lot of things, and they are false wishes. 
So once you apply faith into your heart, I've come to see there's where all the magic lies. And I look at how far I've come, you know, from my starting out by leaving home and being a little angry and moving through life, you know, to find myself. I, I did it all with faith, you know, faith knowing that somebody was always there. Um, so I've, I've, I kind of have to believe that it's kind of, I've just grown from hope into faith and finding that faith does leap over the fire. That's great. I'm really glad that I asked you that question because that, you know, that's just another perspective and a take on it. And I think uh, it definitely gives us insight to it as well. So again, you know, moving in that same direction, how has motivation and strength helped you throughout your entire journey from as long as that you can remember? Mm, motivation and strength have helped me in just one way. Faith. It believes in something you can't see, but you know it's there. The absence of evidence is not the evidence of absence. I learned this through the Bob Proctor programs. He's a motivational coach that I've studied and attended his workshops. Knowing you're not alone is motivation and strength. And whenever I, I think about that, the absence of evidence is not the evidence of absence. It just makes me glow. It's like it's so true, you know. And that touches the same inspiration of the angels. You don't see them. But if you connect with them and you work with them, eventually you'll start to feel them. You'll feel the love. You'll see your life change. That's great. And I, I love the fact that you, you mentioned that phrase, you're not alone, because so many times people tell us this in our life. And when you come to a point in time, it truly does mean the world to somebody you're not alone for example there are people let's say who are bullied every single day and you know they just go through so much in their life and some people even question why they are here so the fact that people can just reach and have a helping hand and say you're not alone means the world no matter where they are in life it's just one of those nice things to have yeah it truly is and that that's another thing the bullying that happens you know and children feel like you know they are alone and it's very sad. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, going to many different schools, every school has a different culture and things of that sort. And it is very sad that bullying has come to where it is today. But the fact that we can give them faith, if you will, then, you know, that's something that we can definitely do for them. Exactly. So, Kelly, we're going to go ahead and take a little break. So keep it right here. You're listening to the Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids' perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Join us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. 
Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. It's Kids and Cars. If you could get behind the wheel of your favorite hot car, where would you take it? Join your hosts, who are both car enthusiasts, as they take you inside, on the road, and past the pits with your favorite concept cars. This is your chance to burn rubber and leave the others behind in the dust. Tune in to Kids and Cars, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. If you missed the show, you might as well be stuck in the garage. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, real talk radio. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose. We still have Kelly here with us. So we're just continuing to talk about her company, and um, we're just talking a few issues that have come up as well in the world today, and just how faith can give you a little push when it is needed. So, um, Kelly, you know, the other question that I was going to ask you, do you have a favorite part about Send an Angel a Feather? Favorite part? Yes. Um, I love it all. I don't think I have a favorite. <laughs> Well, that's okay. That's good. And I mean, just the fact that you were so inspired to do this definitely shows your motivation and your passion for it. And that's what I love. I love when people do what they're passionate about. And I always say this all the time, too. And you'll hear me say that a few times on my show is that, you know, when you're doing something that you truly love to do, you're not going to be working a day in your life. And I truly believe that because if you love what you do, it really just touches your heart. And it's something that you are connected to and you always will be. Exactly, and you know, it's, and it's always knowing it's helping people, and I feel that they're not alone as they connect to their angels. Exactly. So going back to, you know, feeding the children, which, again, I commend you for that. I think that's a wonderful cause. It's something that we can have every little bit of help count. And so just when did you realize that hunger was a growing problem for our youth? Oh, I think it's everywhere. You know, the economic downturns. The war, I mean, there's so many families, more families on the street, more families living in their cars. You know, it makes sense. I, it's, I think you'd have to be turning a blind eye on it because it's, it's everywhere. Um, I just, I read about it 
And as I love cooking, I think it just, some reason, it just illuminates in front of me that we have a real problem at hand. And when I had read that there were 200 million people that go hungry every night, and I had read that a couple other places, I thought, I, I need, I felt like I needed to get involved some way. I mean, and that came to my mind when I was working on Angel Feathers. I thought, you know, I need to make this a part of a donation to help. And then as the company grows, my percentages will grow. And so down the road, I, my goal is to give 100% of the percentages to feed the children as I continue to grow and continue to do other companies and other big things in life. Absolutely. I agree. I think that would be absolutely wonderful. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's so nice to give back. And one of the things I like to ask people is what inspires you to give back? We're all driven by something and we all have different types of motivations. What inspires me? I just like to see people happy. I love giving. Um, giving to me can be as simple as a smile and passing a stranger, saying something nice to help someone feel special by giving financially, if you can, to a charity or a homeless person in need. Every day I tell myself to, the minimum is to do two things, two things before I go to bed and end my day that I made a difference in someone's life. Now, two things, you, that's not really that much. And that's my goal every day. And even sometimes I try harder to do more. But it can be as simple as passing someone on the street and giving them a smile or making someone feel like, you know, you like what they're wearing or look how pretty that makes you look, you know, or it's endless, you know, the possibilities. But just knowing if you're going to wake up and do two things, that's going to make a difference in someone's life. It's really important. Wonderful. I think that's a great way to put it. You know, it's really nice when you have that kind of in bullet points almost that you can lean on those two things and ask yourself, have I done this today? Have I been successful in doing that? All right, then it was a good day. So I like that a lot. Thank you. Uh-huh. And what does giving back mean to you? Because, again, everybody has their own perspective on this. I have, I may have a different perspective than the person down the street, but uh, I would love to hear your opinion on that. Well, it's like I mentioned, giving back to me is as simple as a smile. You know, just going that extra mile every day just to make a difference is, is the giving back that I think we all, if we all did that, I think we'd be a happier world. You know, how can you make a difference? What can you do? And it doesn't have to be monetarily, and that's what I really strive to say here, because not everybody can do that. But there are simple ways. You can pick a little flower and hand it to somebody that you love. I've made faces illuminate when I was out on a walk, um, waiting for my turn at my chiropractor's office, and come back in and giving it to the receptionist. And just to see her illuminate with a smile, that's like, like I thought of her, you know? Mm-hmm. And the flower I saw made me think of her, so why not do it? It's easy. It becomes so ingrained in what you, who you are that it becomes natural. It's not like you have to really try or strive to do this every day. It becomes part of who you are. Absolutely. I agree with that 100%. It's just there is a nature in human beings um, that we like to give back. And the fact that people are so inclined to do it is just a wonderful thing to not only experience, but to see others doing. Exactly. So, Kelly... Tell me where you would like to see yourself in 10 years. Hmm, I'd like to really see myself with absolutely no limits at what I can do, achieve, and be. Right now, I take one day at a time and go with the flow. When things get stressful for me, I remind myself to go with the flow and connect. And that's always been one of my favorite sayings to myself, just go with the flow. Because, you know, the more you fight something, the more you attract what you're fighting. So I always say go with the flow. Great. And... 
what would you consider your highlights and struggles throughout your entire journey, like your biggest highlight and struggle? Uh, highlights is to me to count. I guess I can say my struggles in life were the hardest when I felt my parents never believed in me. I came from a home where the old school way of thinking was education for boys, they receive it, the girls don't. That's a tough way to leave home. You definitely feel lost and not worth much. So the road was a struggle for me. I never quit believing in my dreams to become an interior designer, regardless of what my father said, you can't make any money in the arts. I just didn't believe that. You know, I think you were born with this in you, what you're supposed to be, or you can tap into what you're supposed to be. And I never let go of that. I knew I was gifted. Um, it was just a, a road I had to travel. And looking back, it gave me a lot in return, a real sense of worth because I did it on my own, and the ability to reach out to the universe. I came to know I wasn't really alone. Like I said, absence of evidence is evidence of an absence. I love the line, think about that one for a while. Awesome. We will definitely do that. So with that being said, I think this is great to kind of tie into that too, just from what you were saying. You know, what advice would you give to others if there was just one thing that you could tell us? I advise is to know you can be and have anything you can see in your mind's eye. Hold on to that with faith, and the universe will help to arrange that. But remember, you must let the universe know your strongest desires and know that you're helping you. They are helping you to get there. This does not happen overnight. Visualize it, connect, and always go forth with gratitude for what you have now. That is extremely important to understand that the gratitude is huge. And when you have a request, you know, whenever I ask for something from help with my spirit, the universe, or my angels, I ask and I give thanks because that's all they really want is the thanks. And it's a wonderful way to move through life knowing that, again, you're not alone. And if you take it one step at a time, you'll find out that you'll see amazing results. Awesome. I think that's a great way of putting it. And it definitely outreaches to everyone if they have a dream or a goal. Just keep reaching it. Keep striving for it. it. Everything will eventually turn out the way that it is meant to be. And Kelly, just going back on one thing that you said, the word that stuck out to me was gratitude and giving thanks, which is basically the same thing. Um, but gratitude, I have heard from many mentors, many people in my life, gratitude is so important. And I'm sure that like you just said, you can kind of fend for that is because gratitude, if you don't have gratitude, um, you know, it's really hard to get through every single day, I would feel like. But it, just that humbleness and being able to be so thankful, it makes you successful. And it's a really important part of being successful. Yeah, I agree. You know, if you're not grateful for what you have, I promise you, you will run into a lot of troubles. Because if you think about what we have in our country and what, you know, we have warm water, cold water, it's all running water. We have a roof over our heads, majority of us, a warm beds, you know, we have houses. I mean, if you look around the world and you see most people don't have any of that and they never will. And we're fortunate. I mean, we are so fortunate. So when you feel like you want something and you can't get it, think about what you have and start with gratitude and you'll start to realize how fortunate you are. It does make you humble. It definitely does. I agree. So, Kelly, the final thing for me to ask you is just how can we order a feather, and also how can others learn more about you and your efforts? You can go to sendanangelfeather.com, and it will pop up, and have fun surfing through and looking at the different quotes. 
And if anyone has any questions or wants to learn more about me, they can email me at km at kelly, K-E-L-L-Y, McCombs, M-C-C-O-M-B-S dot com. I'm always there to inspire you on your journey. Wonderful. And I appreciate being able to share my story with you. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kelly. It's been a pleasure having you, and I'm really glad we got to talk today. You know, there's one thing I'd like to say to you. Absolutely. A favorite quote did pop up. Everyone you meet on this day will be blessed by you. So take that with you, Maddie Rose. Oh, well, thank you, Kelly. That means the world to me. So I appreciate you coming on. And with that being said, let's take another break. Keep it right here. You're listening to The Faith Game. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, real talk radio. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose. And so I think that was a wonderful interview that we had with Kelly McCombs. Um, Definitely check out her website if you're interested in that. I think it's very inspirational, very motivational, and I did check it out myself. And I just think the whole idea is very unique, and yeah, I will definitely lean on that a little bit too. And that was very sweet of her to give me that quote because um, it is something I'm going to keep in my pocket and take it with me. So you're probably wondering, well, Maddie, what are you doing right now? Because you have a little bit of time left, I know. And on times like these, I like to just rant a little bit. I guess you could say rant. Um, This is kind of my time to talk with you guys a little bit more about what I'm doing and um, what's going on and how you guys are. But Yes, I'm going to have to name it, I feel like, really, because I'm like Maddie's rant. I would call it Maddie's ranting hour, but I'm not really ranting for an hour. Sometimes I do, but that's like on other shows. I guess you could say it's like, I don't want to call it like Maddie's tea time or anything. That's like, (laughs) it's a little out there, guys. But uh, yeah, we'll come up with something. Maybe next week if we have time, you'll hear something. It'll be like, I wanted to introduce you to this new segment. You know, it's Maddie's talk time or something like that. I promise I'll make up a good name. Don't worry. It'll be as good as the fame game. And actually, I guess that's a good thing to, to pick up on there. Um, when I when I talk to you guys, I just like to tell you stories and things of how everything came about last week because we had a musician on. I kind of told you my love for music, where that sprouted from, all that good stuff. And um, yeah, I guess that's we're talking about inspiration today. So let's talk about the inspiration of the fame game. So I, as you know, auditioned when I was 12 years old. I definitely wasn't this crazy, bubbly, talkative. I was very, like, 
monotoned, if you will, very scripted. Not in the sense that I don't have like bullet points to go off of now, but I literally, I know you guys obviously can't see it because this is radio and everything, but the first time I ever did a show, I literally had a stack of like, mm, I want to say 25, 30 to 50 pages because I was just, I, I didn't really... I wasn't a radio host, I guess you could say. At first, I kind of evolved into it. I do consider myself a radio host now, like doing 100 shows and getting the hang of it. But at the time, when I was 12 and I auditioned, I was like, what am I doing here? Like, I never envisioned myself as a radio host. It just kind of like came about. I learned it and then it just became a part of my life, which I am very thankful for. Um, I wouldn't trade it for anything. But the fact that it's kind of funny to look back at those times because every now and then as i've mentioned in previous shows too my mom will kind of just like go to the computer and she'll be like hey let's look at this from like what was it four years ago like 2010 it's crazy guys it's really weird to me considering it's almost 2015 too but i won't rush it don't worry oh, i won't geez. not at all i know you're like oh no don't do that for some of us that are like going into senior year or maybe you are a senior you're like please don't rush it like let's just stay 2014 2k14 whatever you want to say but yeah so with that being said yeah i think radio just definitely came about and my parents were with me at the time because obviously i'm 12 i was nowhere near like driving or anything of the case so i basically got behind the microphone they couldn't take me off i was really passionate about it and then it just kind of evolved into who i am today as you can see it's turned out to be a very talkative Maddie, I would say so. So if you want to, something funny to, to kind of reminisce of the fame game, or maybe you want to listen to an old show and kind of giggle at how I talked before and things like that, I would go ahead and suggest that. Also, I know this is super embarrassing, but my audition tape is on there. I am no, by any means, a an official sports broadcaster or somebody who's like a pro at sports. Like, I get little things here and there, like, yes, he threw the ball to the 40-yard line. I got you. So things like that, that's really cool. But I'm not necessarily like, let me just do play-by-play. -play. Like, oh, D Davila is going to... I, I don't even know. See, I can't do this. <laughs> like, no sports broadcasting. I guess I could dabble in a little bit. I do some color, if you can believe that, which is kind of funny to me because literally three years ago, I would have laughed at myself. It's like, what? You're going to do sports broadcasting? No. So anyways, they gave me a script and it was sports, all sports. And they did that purposely just to see how I could handle it. And apparently they said at the time, like they could see the fear in my eyes that it was like, oh, sports, like, oh, this is not my forte. Because they specifically asked me, Maddie, what are you passionate about? What would you like to create your show around? Um, who are you basically and I said you know I'm really into performing arts I love to model sing do all that good stuff um so I feel like my show would be based around entertainment and maybe talk to like celebrities and do interviews that's the biggest part about my show is that I like to do an interview every show because I think that makes it unique and it's kind of like it fits it's a good fit and so they said okay here's your script and I was like oh thanks not thinking anything was wrong everything was cool and then I looked at it and it was like NHL and yeah NHL yeah for a second National I thought that said right yeah National Hockey League for a second I thought I said something wrong but maybe I'm just jumbling it in my mind but yeah and I got it mixed up at the time with like NFL and things like that so I was literally like oh the NF ooh, NHL 
and then like you know NHL hockey players they also have like some crazy names sometimes yeah, they're, like, all yeah. yeah I, all exactly so. all sports in general just have some like crazy names and things like that things that are just to me hard to pronounce which is why I consider them crazy and so it's basically exactly what happened I read through them I was going through them and I was like like syllable by syllable by consonant whatever and yeah but it, hey, it ended well. I got the show and they're like, okay, you could name it now. And I'm like, ooh, one challenge after another. So then I was thinking all day and I was like, I wanna name it this, I wanna name it this. And somebody told me, how about if you just name it the Maddie Rose Show? And I was like, nah, it's too like, it's too just, just right there, you know? It's just normal, I guess to say. I didn't wanna be exactly normal, not that I would consider myself normal. I'm a little interesting as you can probably tell after like, how many shows but I said why not call it the fame game and they're like that's a little out there I never really thought about that one and I'm like no really it's gonna it'll be spot on I got you and then come to think of it four years later in 2014 I promise I'm not gonna talk about 2015 yet <gasps> not yet not yet that's the thing so yeah I mean and there we are the fame game four years later and we're still going strong so anyways hope you guys enjoyed that little story i'll try and see if i can fit some more maddie ranting time or maybe we'll come up again like with story a different name maddie's story time which is a little interesting too but anyways you're probably wondering maddie okay are we gonna have another featured song of the week and the answer is yes so this week's featured song of the week is a song that i'm literally obsessing with i probably know every word now and it's called break free by ariana grande featuring zed so here it is and enjoy if you want it take it i should have said it before try to hide it fake it i can't pretend anymore
you've been listening to the fame game on the voice america kids radio network this show has been produced by the kid star radio network for voice america kids and again thanks for listening and up next is a song of the thank you again for listening to the fame game on the voice america kids channel be sure to join maddie rose again next week for another great show Phoenix, Arizona, and host of Bookworm. The Kid Star album of the month this month is Back in School, Neil Brewer and Friends. Let's listen to Three Kids in the Car. Three kids in the car on a Monday morning. Each one wishing that the others weren't born. And I can't say nothing because they've all been scorned because their mother's done had enough. And the sister's sitting in the front seat. Who at this point of the song you need to realize is about three months away from getting her driver's license. She's thinking to herself I can't believe that I'm still riding with them I hope that we're not seen by some of my friends And if by chance I fail the driver's exam Then I am running away Three kids in a car on a Monday morning Each one wishing that the others weren't born And I can't say nothing cause they've all been scorned Cause their mother's not had enough Brothers sitting behind her Who at this point of the song You need to realize is about five years younger than she is But he's still about two years older Than his little brother sitting next to him He glares down at his little brother And he's thinking to himself I can't wait till our sister's finally gone Then I'll sit up front Cause that's where I belong And I'll be rid of you You miserable worm Why don't you just run away Three kids in a car on a Monday morning Each one wishing that the others weren't born They can't say nothing cause they've all been scorned Cause their mother's done had enough And the little brother Who at this point of the song you need to realize Is a whole lot smarter than the other two think he is He glares back up at his big brother And he's thinking to himself I know that there's nobody back in the trunk You only try to scare me with all that junk I hope you read my mind, I think you're a skunk And guess what, I'm not running away Three kids in a car on a Monday morning Each one wishing that the others weren't born And they can't say nothing cause they've all been scorned Cause their mother's done had enough And the mother who's been driving all this time She's thinking to herself Things that I'd better not say So we'll just pretend that she's thinking Oh, what a beautiful day The Kids Star Album of the Month is Back in School by Neil Brewer and Friends. All musical proceeds Neil Brewer and Friends received are donated to the Harvard Stem Cell Institute to put an end to muscular dystrophy. For more information, go to the Kidstar website, www.kidstar.org.